what T-dog. up, what up? E-Dog. Uh, your E-Dog the E-Boy. E-Dog the E-Boy. Mm-hmm. Please let me know what that means. Well, you, E-Dog, uh, a man, a boy with a dog in you. <laughs> Eric. I am a dog. I am a dog. You're a filthy dog. But you're also a boy. You're an E-Boy because you are recording <laughs> this podcast virtually with me. You're in your electronic booth talking to me via your wireless headphones. Nothing says e-boy more than over-ear headphones. <laughs> um, I disagree. You know, I think like having a distressed dad cap on um, and a toothpick are pretty like e-boy-esque to me. But um, nonetheless, we are both here in the booth, Ty, and... I'm sipping on a gin smash. Mm. Um, it's got lemon and mint in it. Mm. I have uh, dabbled with these gin smashes before. I'm also sipping on some lemon fluid, but my lemon fluid is simply ice cold water from the hotel lobby in which I am recording at. Um, nice. I had a so that's a gin smash, is what you're calling that, <laughs> like. That's what it's called. It's what it's called. I'm not calling it that. I'm simply respecting its given name. So they smash the gin, or do you get smashed drinking it? <laughs> what What does the smash have to do with it? I think it's actually a third one. It's you know enough of these, and you'll smash anything. Mm. Turn a ten into turn a six into a ten real quick. Or what? What's that Drake lyric? Flip, flip that six upside down. I'm a nine now. <laughs> yeah, Drake was actually just five white wines deep. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> a great way to justify your club antics. Um, no kidding. Yeah, dude. I, I was I was drinking a similar beverage. Well, not that similar, but um, it was. Uh, have you ever had ranch water, Eric? Ranch water. Ranch water. Is that when you like order a foot long? And then you ask the server, hey, can I get the ranch? And then they didn't shake it before putting on your sandwich. So like a layer of water just sits on there. Dude, nothing grosses me out more <laughs> than the little bit of like condiment little pre-drizzle, you know? Like the mustard bottle is infamous for that. You like flip the mustard bottle upside down and you get like mm-hmm. the world's most putrid looking yellow fluid pop out. Mm. ketchup is the same ketchup is the worst for that i think because every single time you flip that heinz bottle upside down you get like this like pink liquid drop out and Mm -hmm. it's enough to make you throw up (laughs) yeah dude i'm surprised that in our society we actually don't have a term for this little like pre-drizzle i i can Mm -hmm. definitely allude it to other thing fluid that comes a little bit early but i (laughs) I feel like there's got to be something universally approachable that describes the that dissatisfying fluid. Maybe it's yeah. ranch water. It's probably ranch water. So is, is this a drink that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I think this is a drink <laughs> of like Texan origin, perhaps. But all of the uh, cans that I've purchased have more of a like a pseudo Mexican vibe to them. So it's somewhere south, south by Southwest energy, Baja California in there. If I had to pick a region of origin, um, ranch water in particular is tequila, club soda, and lime. And you mix all that together 
get a little cart kind of like a like a white claw but with tequila wait a second doesn't that sound full this sounds like eerily familiar this is this is a tequila soda tie <laughs> well maybe tequila soda is going through a glow up and would now like to be referred to as ranch water <laughs> I don't think if you asked any Mexican um, tequila distributor if they want their drink to be called ranch water, they would say yes. Um, they'd probably say something like que. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that sounds like a kind of like a redneck spin on it. So I'm waiting for you to like let us know what else is going in here. Like maybe a splash of M- Mountain Dew. Uh, Dew for short. Um, or <laughs> Or some other like cursed forbidden like soft drink of of choice in those southern states well this is the beauty of the ranch water eric is that the only thing you need to add is a toothpick to your mouth and a distressed hat (laughs) and it just looks like you got off your shift of repairing agricultural equipment and now you're enjoying a fresh (laughs) can of ranch water because you're watching your weight (laughs) you're watching your weight um, it doesn't need anything more. You don't need you don't need the code code red ranch water. You just need it's pure, you know, simple, simple. I like to keep my drinks simple and my drink names even simpler. Ty, I'll be sticking to tequila soda. Um, you sound like one of those like Silicon Valley bros who's wanting to disrupt like <laughs> bars or something. Yeah, and now it's like everything has to have a name. It's like we already have that tie. I totally get that. Like, be wary of somebody whose only accomplishment is changing the name of something, which is why <clears> I'm <throat> always wary of like Subway HQ because they took the exact <laughs> same set of ingredients and rebranded every single sandwich as something just more outrageous. Hmm. You're absolutely right, Ty. Yeah. <sighs> Like they're just I'm trying to stir up controversy. They're like they're like the modern media, you know. They really are, and you know, I'm almost ashamed to get into it, Ty. But you may notice that I'm still burping. It's not this gin smash that's causing me to burp, Ty. It's because I just ingested 12 inches of sandwich mere minutes before this podcast. And mm, I did, when we logged on, I did see you licking your fingers, <laughs> which is <laughs> that's right. evidence that something just went down the the gullet. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right <laughs> Fox um yeah tell me a little I mean, bit more can, about uh, this yeah we can get into that tie once again it was a regretful experience um no way. But to be honest well the last time ty we mean you went to subway i feel like that like propelled our night forward you know mm-hmm, I mean? mm-hmm. it was like a catalyst to more good things it, en- mm-hmm. it enabled us to have even more fun that night um, yeah as well as the time before that where I've, you know, taken the ordering into my own hands. But today, Ty, oh, I wanted to get a little bit more experimental. Mm, and dangerous. I think I might have OD'd on some meat today. Oh, dude. Did you did you get into the meatballs? <laughs> Were you in the lab with the meatballs? <laughs> Who is ball? <laughs> Who is ball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah, I had a six inch meatball tie and I, w- I didn't stop there. I got another six inch of the new brisket. Wait, brisket. Hold yeah. up. 
<laughs> what do you, what do you mean brisket? Like a brisket of meat in a sandwich between bread? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if you would call it a brisket of meat, but you might call it a beef brisket. Mm, yeah, that's what I meant. Cow. <laughs> a, cow. A, a different a, way to slice the cow. A cattle brisky. Familiar yeah. with those. It's um a perfect a perfect beverage pairing with a cow brisket, Eric. Do you know what it is? Ranch water. <laughs> no. I thought you were gonna say some brisk iced tea. Mm, that would have been more punny. <laughs> it would have been. Um, but Ty, I gotta get into this with you because I fucked up my order. I actually like I just I fucked it up. I was I panicked. It was late in the veggie selection and I just like goofed the entire order. Dude, you done goofed that order the minute you said meatball. <laughs> um, yeah, you're probably right. But to be fair, I didn't. I never said the word meatball. I instead ordered the meatballer Thai, which also comes with slices of salami. <laughs> mm, interesting. Do they wrap the meatball in the salami like a little testicular pocket, <laughs> or, or um, is it layer it on? And I fold it over. Uh, just hearing this episode back tomorrow morning, I'm going to be like so depressed for the whole week. Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, I learned that they cover it, you know, almost like a shelter in place for the meatball. You know what I mean? You have the little meatball mm. sitting on top of the bread and then the slice of pepperoni on top. And I think what it does is protects it from bursting through the side of the bread that's thinner right 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 it reminds Mm -hmm. me of when i was at uh the grocery store and the produce employee was putting the blanket over top of the potatoes for the end of the night it's kind (laughs) of what they're doing i've literally done that job ty (laughs) yeah i've literally had to tuck in (laughs) tuck in the (laughs) potato at night I literally, last time I saw that happen, I said to the the high school aged man, I said, do you say goodnight to them too? And he like <laughs> got all like freaked out. Fucking, what a freak I be. But uh, yeah, yeah so, so you tuck, they, the sandwich artist tucks the meatball in under the little yeah. salami duvet. Yeah. If there's any listeners that want to steal a free potato sack from Save on Foods, um, you can do so by just going to where the potatoes are and they're stored underneath the shelf. So mm. go in there, grab a sack of potatoes um, or just a, just a sack, actually, that nice burlap material. Mm-hmm. You can probably make a nice garment out of that if you want. Perhaps to. a rug. Yeah, that's a great, a great tip, Eric, for the listeners. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what, what drove you t- to crave the ball today? Like, oh, what was time. the job story that <laughs> incentivized you? To, like, at a certain point, you said the meatball is the thing I need. You thought that, but why? Walk me through this. Walk me through the motive. Uh, Ty, the motive. I was in a deep um, state of sadness. I guess I'm not sure. Something came over me where. I felt like I need to fill a void with um, like 1200 grams of protein. Mm -hmm. Um, But to be fair and honest with listeners, I actually received a coupon book for Subway. 
in the mail not too long ago, and listeners will know that I've used the only footlong code on there already. Um, and so all I had left at my disposal was either $4 off the brisket or um, buy one and get one six inch for $2. So I said, fuck it. Let me try. Let me get this sampler. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess like desperate time. People will do crazy things to save money. (laughs) And it's good to know that you're not above that. Yeah. I mean, I could have just gotten two of the Italian, which I wouldn't normally do. If I was like, you know, with someone, (laughs) if I had to like protect my image in front of somebody, I probably would have ordered the two Italians. Um, kind of like mm-hmm. a Mario and Luigi situation, <laughs> but I was in a vulnerable place. And when the, you know, friendly Sri Lankan sandwich artist looked me in the eyes, he had b- beautiful green eyes, Ty. I just couldn't mm. think after I saw him, I was like, you know what? We got to move forward with this meat order. <laughs> mm, just a couple of cucumber pupils. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so I don't even know where I'd, where to go with this. Oh, I'll tell you how I fucked it up. So, yeah, obviously I got them both toasted, and then I couldn't see like which ones went into the toaster in in what orientation. Like when he pulled them out, I had no clue which sandwich was which, mm-hmm. and I needed to like make sure to curate each one for its like most optimal veggie pairing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I immediately fucked it up because I said. That one, let's run that one through the motherfucking garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by accident, Ty, I had pointed to the meatball. <laughs> oh, no, dude. <clears throat> yeah, so already this was a huge mistake um, because we all know the meatball is already, there's no space for anything, let alone all of the vegetables. Oh, yeah. That's one dance they're not getting invited to, those veggies. Mm-hmm. A meatball. God damn it. Meat gala. Uh, The meat gala. So I know this to be a mistake for two reasons. One, because simple ergonomics, the vegetables, there's no space in there. It's a cramped one bedroom suite, that six inch sandwich with um, already three meatballs as roommates. And then you got the new (laughs) veg moving in. Uh, the second reason being simply the flavor profile just don't go, you know, like that meatball is such a intense, like singularity of a flavor. And then you try to like add like green peppers to that or like cucumber and they just, <laughs> they just get bulldozed, you know, you're kind of wasting, mm-hmm. wasting your time, even wasting resources. Yeah. Not only flavor tie, but also texture. And I'll summarize that in two words. Sog City. <laughs> Damn. I believe it. You're making your own uh, ranch water out of just like the goop <laughs> from that sandwich. I don't know it would be if I added ranch. <laughs> um, honestly, that might have saved it. But instead, I was like, fuck, I'll add just one sauce. I went with sriracha on mm, the meatball. Smart. Not a bad choice. I'm, I'll, I'll live with that one. Um, mm-hmm. But then on the brisket tie, I went with smoky honey mustard. Oh, that's a and, really pairing, but just clever pairing. Yeah, it is what they recommended on the wall. 
And oh. I think it'll be the last time I'll listen to any recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also got the barbecue. So a lot of sweet, what do you a lot of tang. <laughs> what do you, if you think about it, it's like, yeah, dude, you took your recommendation from a wall. Of course it was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Subway HQ simply does not know how to make a sandwich, surprisingly. Um, Believe it or not. But... I mean, I think uh, I think he just went a little bit overboard because he like squirted the mustard in one thick line all the way across, and then just looked up at me, and was like, <laughs> "Did I did I do good?" <laughs> I was like, "No, he didn't do good." Uh, like when a child draws a picture and asks dad to put it on the fridge, the sandwich <laughs> artist stares at you wantingly, mm-hmm. and dad's like, I'm "Sorry, son, it's this is a minimal home. We don't put yeah. art anywhere." do you think we're gonna you can put this up exactly do you think we're gonna like ruin our stainless steel fridge with this bullshit macaroni art Mm -hmm. yeah the the smeg needs to have a pure facade (laughs) for kitchen photos later Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right mommy's youtube cooking channel (laughs) Absolutely right, Ty. Um, so I don't know if I'll get either of those things again. It was like just a little bit too much. I couldn't handle it. Dude, too much. So uh, heavy. Too many balls for me. And honestly, like when you get into like the uh, extremist meats, <laughs> um, their flavors are just so intense and their quantity is just so overwhelming that in order to compensate for that with anything else on the menu, you just have to make an intensely maximalist sub that just obliterates your body. Like it's kind of like a nuclear war in that sense, you know, and you're, you're in an arms race with your own sandwich. It's your body versus that sandwich. And you got to start bulking up to take it down. Mm -hmm. I I don't think, I think that's a zero sum game, Eric. Like you're not going to win. If you go, go for the heavy hitters, the sluggers, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are making me sluggish yeah um, that's why they're called <clears throat> sluggers yeah uh fuck dude I, I can barely like breathe right now <laughs> i feel like so nasty um Yo, i feel you dude i'm also uh, in post-lunch recovery i uh i'm currently calling in from a resort in the okanagan of british columbia for the non uh, Canadian listeners, that's like the Napa of Vancouver. <laughs> um, uh, my the the set went out to the vineyards today <laughs> while I was uh, busy prepping for this call. Um, brought me back some Cachoe Pepe. Vineyards, they understand food. They're like they're like one with the the ground. You know, they're closer to the earth than most rest, even closer to Subway. And I would say the subways like counter runs a little lower than most restaurants physically closer to the ground. But like, I think about (laughs) other restaurants and they're like, how are they able to make good food when they're like hundreds of kilometers away from the closest farm? You know, it's like they're, they're out of touch Mm -hmm. with nature. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes, you know, my, my feedback to these sandwich artists is like, son you got to go out there and touch some grass. Yeah. (laughs) Go pull your own veggies from the garden and see how it's done. (laughs) Mm-hmm. you know my um my building tie has a little communal garden that mm. each tenant 
or a resident can, you know, via a lottery system, opt in to, you know, book a little lot and then grow their own veggies. Mm. And every day I see the same old couple watering their tomatoes and I, it just warms my heart, Ty. That's all. It's so cute that they would be they would be willing to waste so much of what little life they have left on a <laughs> tomato plant. Like a bit sad actually, but cute potentially. At the same time. A little sad, but it is fueling their um senior urge to care for something, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um presumably they are empty nesters, so taking care of this tomato plant is probably the closest they can get. Dude, yeah, the grandparental urge to look after a garden. Like, really, if you want um, a delicate touch, attention to detail, and truly a caring sandwich artist, I think we need to re-employ our senior citizens. Like, wow. Pensions are running out. Like, inflation's running mm-hmm. rampant. I think we have mm-hmm. a case here to get them out of retirement and get them behind the sneeze guard. <laughs> <laughs> and those old folks be sneezing a lot yeah dude also a case to double pain the sneeze card we need to uh run it on both sides protect the vegetables but they they would care for the vegetables they would probably find ways to keep the buckets fresher um ensure that you get the most the ripest slice uh layered over top of your meatball mm-hmm I already know mm-hmm. that Subway would improve so much if there was a Nona making my meatball sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it would be made with such care, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, I, f- I feel like the it's the, Nonas are so good at cooking, not because they have years of experience, but because they spend so much time with their hands and knees on the earth. Like all Nonas run run a garden. They run it through the they run themselves through the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude every My every morning you know? been ran through by the garden you know <laughs> yeah hell yeah uh hell yeah <laughs> so i think about like places that have notoriously bad food and they're usually because they are completely out of touch with the earth you know like think about a fast food restaurant that isn't subway or think about like a, oh, a good example is a craft brewery like i've been going to a lot of vineyards they make alcohol primarily but they have great food craft breweries on the other hand they're trying to like elevate beer and they're like this is my triple hopped like pine needle infused saison you're gonna really like it but then their food pairing is like beef jerky you know (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of crazy that like they could like be so deep in the hole about the fluid and then so oblivious about the food you think that good taste would supersede any particular niche <laughs> well i actually kind of disagree i i like my dusty old bars to be void of any food because i feel like once you start going down that path it's like you really need to in, like invest in it for it to be worthwhile mm-hmm. and if you're making beer and drinking beer you're just enjoying the beer you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like so filling that like you can't even drink a beer and eat at the same time Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want to sit here and drink and like, I only have money for a glass of beer or a burger and mm-hmm. I'm not having both. So I'm going for the beer every time. Point. 
this whole burger and beer combo thing is <laughs> no one asked for that. <laughs> like I want to keep them segregated. That's right. Beers only beers only. Yeah. That makes sense. I guess like where, <laughs> where I was really going with that though, is that um, you'd think that taste is something that once, uh, once honed in can then be reapplied to other facets. Like if you have a taste for beer, you should be able to, reappropriate that taste for the food as well as wineries do. But then I think about the sandwich artist, a a jack of all arts, if you will, who is refining their taste for <laughs> footlongs, yet unable well maybe they I've never really asked a sandwich artist what their like f- creative outlet of choice is. It's clearly not their job because that's not my creative outlet of choice. Um <laughs> Podcasting's just a job to me, Eric. <laughs> Damn, dude. You know what I mean? Like, so like you could assume that like a bad sandwich artist just probably has bad taste in other creative <laughs> enterprises. I and mean, then a good a one would have good taste. <laughs> um, it's not really a hot take at all, Ty. <laughs> I, I realize that I'm preaching the obvious right now, but I think what I'm trying to do is reach deeper to understand why. Why, Eric, when you practice the same thing inch after inch, foot after foot every single day, you can't produce uh, an artifact of quality. <laughs> well, replace inch with podcast episode, and I think you have your answer. <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's a really good point. 242 yeah, episodes, and this podcast is still... Um, I would, I would say upper mids <laughs> to lower <laughs> mids, depending on the day. Yeah, It's in the eight inch range. Yeah. <laughs> eight inch. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's an eight out of 12, um, which we'll take, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ty, I just remembered something that happened at Subway on my way out. And I thought this was newsworthy for the episode. Um, Timmy. So... Obviously, I went in after lunch rush, which is my new go-to. Um, so I was there alone. Well, mostly alone. There's one like Ukrainian chick on the phone, um, but I like felt the draft behind me, and I looked, and the door had swung open, and in walks a police officer. <laughs> wow! In the flesh. It's, <laughs> it's amazing how often this happens. Ty, they they also eat at Subway. They're they're people mm-hmm. too. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was just like paying for my order while this cop was making his way to the front. And he says to the sandwich artist, it's like, Hey, I placed a catering order. (laughs) Whoa. Whole squad's (laughs) getting fed. Yeah, dude. The whole squadron is fucking going in on a 50 foot sandwich. Um, wow. And he's like, I actually, placed a catering order and I just wanted to make sure that you got it because I never got a confirmation email. <laughs> so, mm. so Ty, this is what our tax money is going towards. This guy is, instead of calling the subway, he drove to it, parked the, parked the squad whip and Yo. walked into the way and wanted to get a confirmation, verbal confirmation of his catering order. That makes sense. You have to say that you you understand your rights, right? Verbally. It's kind of the same yeah. thing. Um, exactly. You have dude, the I don't know. right to remain hungry. Yeah. 
I don't know why this is such a funny um like visual in my head of like a police <laughs> officer checking their email like grow up you know like i don't even check my email like <laughs> well clearly he didn't you know and that's why he was like oh shit like you know our um our precinct is having a huge bash on saturday <laughs> and i gotta make sure that my party mm-hmm. sub is order is going to be fulfilled <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, i'm sure they they're you're familiar with bashing things that's for sure um, absolutely damn that's crazy so okay as a sandwich artist <laughs> it's intimidating to have someone like you eric who has kind of a militant easy aesthetic um <laughs> ordering a sandwich because you're you're very stoic and a little unpredictable but imagine mm how much your palms would be sweating under your plastic gloves if you were making the sandwich of the police chief or perhaps just any um, of our boys in blue because <laughs> there's just so much more pressure. Uh, they have a, they literally have a gun with them <laughs> and they're, and they're just oh, giving fuck. you commands. Like that would just make my heart race faster than the, the tuna makes my body feel. Mm-hmm. It, it would just be... It'd be very anxiety ridden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a weird thing because even as just a bystander, an innocent pedestrian, uh, a witness, if you will, <laughs> in this subway, um, I felt like um, a tad nervousness. You know what I mean? It's like if, if uh, anything happens, I have to give a witness statement at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. If this cop abuses his rights, then I'm the one who's going to be in court being like, that's the one. I saw it go down. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like inadvertently a part of a jury. Exactly. And in addition to that, I'm also suddenly extremely aware of my presence, my own presence, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, crap. I better not look like I'm up to anything shady. Um, mm-hmm. I actually exchanged eye contact with this cop a couple times, once in the subway and then one time leaving the subway. And I was like, oh crap, I better like put my seatbelt on or something. You know what I mean? I might get pulled mm-hmm. over. Yeah, totally. You're really um, endangering yourself because I'm sure over the years of living recklessly and being a podcaster has created some bad habits that uh, Absolutely. The, 12 wouldn't, the 12 inches wouldn't really like. <laughs> exactly yeah there's a chance that he heard our takeoff episode and <laughs> wanted us to <laughs> i wanted to arrest me on the spot <laughs> damn yeah that's why we keep this podcast anonymous guys um you know it's so mm-hmm. that we can you know drop ship creamers and also <laughs> say things we want to say <laughs> we are our own witness protection program in this case eric <laughs> exactly. witnessed um quite the affair in subway today so mm-hmm. did okay i call you i call subway close... actually a fitness mm-hmm. neglection program <laughs> the fitness <laughs> neglection program damn that is good <laughs> wow um you have to close the loop for the bedheads though eric did the officer get confirmation that his party sub would be toasted and ready to go in time for the block watch slash block party Mm. um well as soon as he opened his mouth and started talking 
I think the sandwich artist who I've seen every single time I've gone there, I think he might own the place. Um, mm. He was immediately trying to diffuse the situation and was like, oh, no, 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 we got it. Don't worry. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. frantically reassuring the police officer um, that, mm-hmm. you know, it's OK. We received the order and, you know, the boys in blue are going to have a great time this weekend. Don't worry about it. Mm. Um I didn't get to stick around for the entire conversation because I left as soon as I paid for my sandwich. As we know, the clock started ticking mm-hmm. as soon as I tapped the Amex. So I had to get home as fast as possible in order to consume this meatball sub. Gobble, gobble. So sandwich yeah. artist made two mistakes. One, he got frantic. You know you want to keep your cool in front of the cops or they'll tase you. And the second thing is he didn't uh, adhere to his own right to remain silent. If I was that sandwich <laughs> artist, I would not have answered the question without my lawyer present just to protect yeah, that's myself. Right. So a few missteps there. I'm glad that he got out of that situation unharmed and uncuffed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, when I left, I did sit in my car for 10 seconds just to keep an eye on my friend in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I have to come back to this place, who's going to make my sandwich? So I it's had true. to uh, make sure he was all good, but mm-hmm. you already know they got the sh- the the shotgun under the line, ready to go at, at a moment's notice if a shootout yeah, were to take place. The grocery stores got potato sacks. Subway's got Glocks. <laughs> Crazy, absolutely, absolutely. Well, King, uh, this has been a fabulous episode. I think I'm going to go try to rent a Ski-Doo or perhaps do a tasting flight at a vineyard. Um, mm-hmm. Clearly things that are more important than podcasting. So I best mm-hmm. I best be on my way. Yep, much more important. Um, I'm probably going to get another gin smash going mm-hmm. and probably watch some basketball. And that'll be my Hell idea. yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Already. Breadheads, thank you for tuning in. It's been wonderful chatting to you. Um, if you ever want to chat back, chirp us, whatever. Hit us in the DMs on Instagram. We'd love to hear what you think of the cast. Other than that, think fresh, everybody. <laughs> think fresh. Peace. Ciao.